Hi and welcome to episode 19 of the Hoping Mum and Dad podcast. I'm Becky and this is Fuzz and we're here to talk to you all about IVF, infertility and for us waiting to start treatment for all of the above. And talking to other people and their experiences, mm-hmm. some of them medical, some of them people themselves. Yeah. But today it's just us two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so what have we been up to this week? Uh working hard both of us are really tired yeah working 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 um we were expecting a call from the clinic to talk to us about you know i can't so yeah let's, i was about to talk about that but i can't remember how much we covered last time i'll just not worry about that but so like a while ago we had a phone call like we were originally meant to have our um treatment and stuff kind of start in march Mm. then covid happened then they you know obviously all that stuff went that so they um uh can't like yeah canceled everything and then we've been checking in checking in checking in Mm. trying to find out what's going on and they said a couple of weeks ago oh you'll get a call by the end of september and we'll hopefully get you in you know awesome then the end of september comes Mm-hmm. and they phoned us up and they said no um it's gonna be another four months no thank you ghosts yeah which was really annoyed and um and now by the looks of it four months is probably you know the conservative it, it might be a lot longer than four mm-hmm. weeks because nobody's listening yeah to all this covid stuff and it's getting worse definitely so last week i was really down in the dumps because we recorded the podcast the day that I spoke to the clinic and you were like, just be positive. Anyway, no, no. I had a sulky hang day. Hang on, hang on, hang on. i got to address this now. This, like, I agree with you. If someone is saying, don't worry about it, just be happy, that's bullshit. But what, I'm, what I was doing was just trying to find things to appreciate. I'm yeah. not saying that you're not allowed to be pissed off. Mm-hmm. Never said that. But yeah. but I'm not gonna get pissed off if I if I'm trying to find trying to be positive, then I'm not gonna preach to you and say you, it's wrong because it's not. But I'm yeah. a, I'm if I'm want to stay positive and be like, okay, what are we gonna do? You know, mm. like wherever, then I will. Yeah. And I think because I think it's a double edged sword. You talked about um, toxic positivity. Um, toxic. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is a bit loaded. Like I don't really like that because. Sometimes you need someone to be positive and there's a difference between someone being positive and, you know, like when you're in a mood, I'll make funny songs up and just be an idiot and like, you know, oh God, I'm struggling today. Like, you know, and sing Beyonce songs and just be silly and just try and take your mind off it. It's fine. Yeah. But I'm just saying that like, He's you a- are moody. Yeah. Yeah. I see you in the morning. Or- As are you. Yeah. Cool. And so, you're not competitive either. You don't like to draw comparisons. I'm not competitive, but I do compare. Okay. There's so a difference. Uh, anyway. So I was fine after the, that day and I've been fine the rest of the week. Because, you're allowed to be pissed off though. Yeah. But, you know, we just keep going and we keep on having setbacks and we keep waiting, but you just have to carry on. Mm. So that's what we've been doing. But also because of the disappointment, I did start looking into, well, what... What are the options privately? Mm. I, I don't really necessarily think that's an option for us, but you can finance treatment and stuff. So 
we i'm a i'm a photographer most of my money comes from wedding photography mm-hmm. and then i do a lot of art projects and documentaries and things like that which Screw are not very <laughs> which are not like that well paid or paid at all sometimes mm-hmm. so the weddings kind of cover everything and keep us going and you've got a good job too so uh, i yeah i don't know i like with work like I've taken a couple of bookings for weddings and stuff. Mm. But still, like, I'm I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers. I'm like, all right, everything's going to turn around. Things going to be cool and stuff like that. But, you know. Yeah, well, the I way don't, COVID's I don't, turn- I don't think we can afford private no. treatment. The way COVID's turned out as well, you're basically working for free next year. Yeah. Which sucks a bit. Um, I'm, I'm, I think, though, like, I'm not going to grumble about that because... I do love my job and I feel really lucky to do what I do. And, you know, if when we do have kids, it'll probably be quite flexible. It'll probably be quite good. Handy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing a lot more um, different, you know, I'm doing different work as well. I'm not, I'm I'm diverse. I was always, I'm always diversifying. I'm always doing loads of stuff, but, you know, we've all, everyone's adapting. I know so many people, people's jobs industries are just disappearing overnight like i'm really worried about the events industry like technically i work in the events industry but i don't like i'm not sort of it when, when i talk about being concerned and and all the stuff that's that's wrong with it like i'm not going on about myself i'm more worried about people um you know like film crews and people who work in you know at gigs and sound mm-hmm. technicians lighting technicians yeah. bands musicians actors like like just gone overnight like and yeah. they want to work it's not that they're lazy like they they want to work but they can't because if um, to stop the spread and all this kind of stuff but if you just leave them out to dry like i don't know what the answer is but if you just leave them out to dry they you know it's gonna go all that you know because you have to do these things for a long time to get good and think about like everyone that's been in lockdown when things were bad Mm. what did everyone do they like listen to music read books Mm. watched youtube people teach them appreciated the arts yeah Mm -hmm. and like i don't know like i I don't even know what the the general gauge of it is by the general public but my my general gauge of what the general public think is way off because i thought most people were like oh, COVID bad, we should, you know, if there's a vaccine that's coming out, we should do it, we should listen to the rules, we should stop spreading. But the amount of people, like, I, you know, I might get off Facebook soon because most people are like, Bill Gates is trying to control your brain. He's going to microchip you and they're going to take over the world. And you're like, okay, but can you stop being a Wally? Because when people like you go out and spread misinformation and tell people not to wear masks and it's all a conspiracy more people get sick and then more people like us have to wait mm-hmm. for like NHS treatment. And yeah. to be fair, like at least we're not touch wood. I mean, it's not like our lives are not on the line. Mm. It's a quality, you know, it's, it's still important. We want to have a family. We need IVF to do that. But it's yeah. not like, like imagine cancer patients and stuff like that. And then people going around going, oh, it's all a conspiracy. It's all a hoax. Yeah. Just like, I think it's really, really selfish. And it's pretty, it's like an episode of like, black mirror it's really dark how yeah. people can just go no i've decided all these scientists are wrong all these yeah. experts are wrong they're all it's it's upsetting yeah 
Going back to you saying, like, I'm not discounting what you just said, but going back to what you said. Feels like, like you I'm not. Like, I just... Um, you don't want to polarize people. You don't want people to... You don't want to agree with me because you don't want people to... I don't disagree with jump you. Jump in and... It's um, selfish. People sharing... St- like, I can, I can appreciate people's point of view. Yeah. But if you haven't got a medical degree, you're not a virologist, and you haven't been all over the world and seen, you know, talking to these experts, you can't sit there all day. Clicking. But you have to think about how much power those people who are posting that stuff have. Not much. Like, I don't you... know, though, because it's, it's, it's gaining traction. There are so many people now that are like, people never in a million years. I would, like, I've said, like, I'm, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But it's like, we got option A, mm. which is, you know. Take the vaccine. Take the vaccine. Um, don't go mixing and mingling, stuff like that, because it's a viral thing and it'll move from person to person, which I believe, because it's true, mm. and scientists believe that. Mm-hmm. And then you get option B, which they're saying is, don't listen to anything, just go out, break the rules, have house parties with loads of people, don't wear masks and all that stuff. And you think, okay, so if we do my option... Option A, listen to the NHS, do everything properly, wear a mask, don't be a dick, basically. Mm. Then what's the worst that can happen? Apart from, like, evil, can you know, microchip things in your body and Bill Gates taking over the world. So, yeah. Which could be true, but it's probably not. Um, but all the option B is doing what they're doing and years and years and years of science and scientists and things we already know are a fact make everyone worse yeah. and sick people die and vulnerable people die. But yeah. lots of people I can understand are worried about the vaccine because it'd be new and not But tested. this is the thing. We don't even know what we're talking about. We're not scientists. Yeah. I, I read a tiny bit about it, but what I read was that they're basically using... I'm probably going to butcher this. I'm not... I'm a, don't listen to me. You know, you can pretend that I'm in on the conspiracy. You know, I'm a shill or whatever they call me. But from what I read, the um, most traditional vaccines they give you like a little bit of the uh, the actual disease, like mm. antibody. Yeah. Then you get antibodies to do and stuff like that. But what they're doing with this is they're actually changing the DNA, so they're using like the six X, like think anyway. And I could be wrong, but from what I read, it was like they're taking they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna take a, a vaccine that already works mm. and change a tiny part of it for the antibodies so it's not like that new mm. and you know like parts of it are not new yeah but any any scientific thing like that it re- goes regardless of rigorous whether you're a testing. scientist it goes for rigorous testing but it won't be rig- it will they're going through clinical trials now they don't just dish yeah, it out but, to everyone yeah they will next year if they're if they think it's ready but normally medications do take years but you be- know yeah so this is another thing like first of all I don't know what I'm talking about. I just read some stuff, right? From and I always make sure it's from accredited sources, like John Hopkins disease. But um, oh, I forget those. It escapes me. But John, the John Hopkins Center for like vi- I don't know, like what's the word for vi- virologist? Anyway, John Hopkins Center is um, I think it's in Liverpool, but that's like the world leading like source of information in this peer review you know like everyone mm. looks up to it in the field um but i'll listen to scientists and they're saying 
it's nothing will be released. I think the, the, there was some controversy with Russia because I think they were like planning or have dished out a bunch of vaccines without the proper clinical tests mm. or something. Not sure about that, which I would be like, hmm, maybe not. But like for a vaccine to be delivered, then it has to go through three rounds of testing. It's like mm. smaller group and then a larger group and then a larger group again. Mm. But I mean, like, what are you going to do? You're just yeah. going to... Because you speak to some people and it's just like, no, I don't believe that. You can, you can, there's so many people on YouTube, including us, right? Yeah. I could go out and tell you, like, it's going to rain penguins tomorrow. Yeah. And if another 20 people did as well, and that's the only 20 people you listen to on YouTube, and then you speak to all the people that, like, subscribe. But you've just, you've just proved the point that I said a second ago. Like, you know that that website that you go to, John Hopkins, is credible because you understand the source. You understand whether a source is valid or not. I think most people know if they watch 15 Media videos about penguins it. being, like, a form of precipitation, then, then they're not going to take it. I know. face value because of where they're coming from. But you think you it. think that, and the thing that scares me is how people are like calling me rude and disrespectful mm. for using. I don't even want to say common sense because that's a key, that triggers people, and they say you watch too much mainstream media and whatever. But it's 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 upset me because mm. we could be pregnant now. Yeah, it's got. If a people listened, if people listened and were like, "Okay, I believe," like, and I'm not saying you have to blindly follow, you know, any, you know, if someone said, "Put take this vaccine," I'd be like, uh. mm. but it's a pandemic. I don't know. It's I it's just it's really well upsetting because because it's affecting us and there's people that are dying as well. Yeah, I think because it's affecting us medically and we've lost someone from covid it's still quite abstract to a lot of people so they just don't care do you know what really pisses me off when i tell people um you know i was like oh my granddad died on a covid ward do you know what people do they go oh did he die of covid or did he die with it he's like yeah 70 in his late 70s right no he's early 80s early mid 80s. 80s yeah maybe older yeah i don't know and he he had alzheimer's yeah and that virus didn't keep him alive it's longer, like, did it? It's like it's not people helpful. saying at least when you lose a baby or something. It's like people not they're um, not validating what happened or your feelings about it. They're, they're I don't give a shit about my feelings. It. Like I know I would I would be respectful of other people's feelings, but I I don't. But it's know. like a common thing where people like minimize whatever you said to make it more comfortable for them, like. With yeah. people having miscarriages and stuff, they say, "Well, everything happens for a reason, or at least, at least you can try again." Those kind of things that kind of make your experience. Yeah, I think I think some people do that, and, they, and it's really not a good thing to do. Yeah. But sometimes people don't know. Yeah. And they just don't. But when, when people when when like you got there's a lot in the news about people saying that. You know, COVID's been misreported, doesn't it? So a lot of people it are probably, skeptical. But the skeptical, <laughs> skeptical. No, but it probably is though. Mm. Like this, this. Well, think about it, right? The government, who are a shit Tory, incompetent government, mm. in my opinion. Like, they have really balls it up. Like when, um, you know, when when other countries were like, 
full their ICU wards were full and mm. everything was going bad they were like this is coming don't mess around take you two weeks behind we were accepting flights from all over Europe we still the, are yeah they weren't well I mean I don't really know what the answer is but at least in other countries they take your information and they check on you and stuff and they like they sort of check in on you and make sure you're mm. you know social distance stuff it was none of that Cheltenham Festival went ahead like no, like it was and now we're suffering and if you complain about it if you say i'm pissed off with the government for doing a shit job of controlling this thing people you know i don't know without i i i would never vote conservative ever mm-hmm. that's just my political leaning i think people should be looked after yeah i don't agree with some of their policies but yeah. i can Definitely. cut them slack when needed i'm not yeah. like hardcore like I'm on this side and I'll never see sense or ever. Like, it's a tough job. You know, I don't know what's going... You know, if Labour were in charge when this happened, it probably would have been, you know, probably bad as well, like. Yeah. But <sighs> my point is, like, you can't... You, you even say, oh, the government don't know what they're doing about it, and people just get so polarised. Yeah. And it's the same with these, like... You know, it's like, I'm on Team Blue, you're on Team Red. Like, well, how are we just, like... People are dying. Yeah. So I'm pissed off with people and you, you talk about it and I, I, I literally can't understand how how nuts it's getting. And I, I say that, you know, I try really hard. Not I'm not saying that people are crazy or they're nuts or they, mm. they shouldn't believe this or whatever, but I think the whole situation is just yeah crazy. I think loads of people are really scared because obviously it's delays, delays, delays for anyone who's waiting for treatment or to start treatment like us and now it's like How, are we going to get delayed even more because there might be a second yeah. wave and people will be redeployed again yeah and the whole thing's fucking fixable if people just listen mm. stay in obviously you're going to get people that maybe you go out people go out for a drink and they get carried away with the drink um you know and they don't do the social distancing like they should and that doesn't help. But when people are actively sitting at home, sharing links, saying like, oh, this is all b- lizard people are taking over the world and <laughs> this is all plans to microchip you and all like, yeah, it's probably not. Stop sharing information like that, telling people not to do stuff because, you know, selfishly for us, the more that, that happens, the later we have to wait. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I want to hear from, you know, our listeners and stuff like that, like, I'd like to know how you feel about it. If you've been waiting for IVF, you know, like us. Because part of me feels like people are going to judge me for being, like, annoyed at people thinking COVID is a conspiracy. But I think I'm quite justified to be annoyed and pissed off that we are not pregnant. Yeah. And could be, not definitely guaranteed, but we could be. Um, Yeah, I just don't fucking get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that my question was to listeners and stuff like that. Um, how do you feel about when, if if you've had your treatment like postponed mm. or put on hold and stuff like that, how do you feel when you see people sharing all this stuff saying, you know, like Karen up the road, ah, this is me, he says it's all nonsense, he's a doctor, and it turns out he's like an optician or something. I know, seriously, like some of these um rallies <laughs> in london they were like they use all these buzzwords like true medical professionals i tried asking someone what a true medical professional was the other day and i said 
okay, would you sit down and have a podcast? Would you Zoom, obviously, social distancing. But would you come on the podcast and talk to an A&E doctor who's like, I didn't say this to them, but, you know, just seen it. But mm-hmm. in my head, I'm thinking this person has seen, they've probably sacrificed time with their family and loved ones. They haven't seen their family. They've been through a lot of stress and have had yeah. a hard time and they watch people die and then deal with, you know, Jimmy No Brains who has no idea what he's talking about and be like sharing all this. I just, ah, I can't get over it. Yeah. It's, it's Let annoying. us know, please, please, any yeah. of the listeners, someone, tell me that I'm not alone. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I so I don't annoying. think you are. We know you're not. So... I was looking into it and I was looking at different clinics around Cardiff because our practice manager at the clinic that we will be going to said that you can have one round privately before you have NHS funded treatment. But then I was thinking about it some more and thinking if we went private and for our first round... Can I just, can I just jump anyway... We haven't got the money to do yes. that. Yes, so anyway, we haven't. Go on, carry on. But suppose we did... Say we did have oh, the money, then and then we got pregnant. If we did, you wanted another then one. have children, and we wanted another one. I don't know if we'd be considered on the NHS anymore because they don't, they don't take people who've got kids. Well, luckily for us, yeah, we haven't got five grand kicking about, so we I can't know. do it. We and can we can just start saving in case our NHS rounds don't work. And because my very not that amazing living that I make mm-hmm. has just disappeared this year. Yeah. And I got to work for free. So diversification, year. like we were talking about before, mm. it's not really something you could do right now. But because I got of loads of stuff I could do, I got loads of stuff I could do. I just I've not been well. Yeah. Can Can you let me finish? Anyway. <laughs> so diversification. I was going to ask you. You couldn't do it now because of restrictions in hospitals. But would you ever do birth photography? Maybe, but I would have to have a. a I wouldn't just like get called up and go. I would have no, to yeah. like meet people. And you'd have to start. Um, you'd have to start like. I could. I could do it. Train in again because it's a different kind of photography. No. No. You just rock up. Obviously, well, no, if you had I, a relationship with people, you could just rock up and take good photos. You wouldn't have to just practice taking birth photos. I wouldn't do it if there was a, even a remote chance of it being uncomfortable for them. Mm. Let alone me. I don't matter. Well, mostly I think. Birth photographers work for you with you like for a long time during your pregnancy. Yeah, I could, but I would. When it comes to the actual technical, could I do it? But yeah, I could because you know when you've been a photographer for as long as I have, you wouldn't just turn up and shoot something anyway. You would research it and plan and stuff. But but I was thinking it must be a difficult job to actually. I think you'd be good at it. I think I'd be interested in us having it, but I wouldn't want. I'd want you to do it because I'd rather you be taking photos of my naked body than anybody else. Mm. But at the same time, I want want you with me, helping me actually give birth. So right. it's yeah, you know, well, I'm just you can't, here, I? Yeah, but you can't support me going through an, a, a difficult moment and capture that difficult moment at the same time. I could try. You could try. Yeah. If anyone could do it, it's me because I've like I've got a camera on me all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe by the time we actually have a baby, there won't be restrictions, and you could be in the birthing room with me. Because most people at the moment they can't be in there unless it's in active labour. You know, my initial response to that is like, 
Nah, you'll be fine. Would yes, you? you would. You would. Yeah. Well, think about this way, right? I, would. I make my living from shooting weddings, right? Yeah. So I've kind of got to be there. Yeah. Like if if it gets, I don't know. I know. I know because of your circumstance, like in your work, that if we ever, I would say, I would speak, you might not be at the birth. I would speak to someone. Yeah. I would speak to the couple. I'd be like, like my wife might give birth. Um, yeah, and talk to him about it and stuff like that. But like, if someone's booked you, I mean, and I would probably say to him, like, how would you feel yeah. if I have one of my associates step in or whatever? And but I wouldn't force it. On but him. I've always had that in my mind, like thinking before that we would get pregnant. Off actually, you pop, go on. That you'd be like at a wedding, bring it back. <laughs> and then here. I'd be like, ooh, first my water's are broken. Ah. It's all slimy. Come <laughs> go and wash it off with you and bring it back. Yeah, come back with a little pristine baby. Do you think? I mean, it's pretty much a given that couples go in together nowadays, but in in yonder years, in days gone by, mm. uh, your partner wouldn't have been in there with you and it would just be you. Really? Even yeah, in the 60s in the and all that? No, that started, it started in the 60s, probably. The 50s mm. and the 60s, men and women would be more present at the birth. Mm. Um, but before that, they wouldn't. So, would you know. want to be there? Do you know what? I think you can handle anything. And if you oh, had yeah. to do it on your own, you would. Yeah, I would. And you would tell me about it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'd have to, because you wouldn't believe me. No. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I could do that. I don't, know. I don't, no want, problem. I, I don't want that to come across as, <laughs> and, like, not decent. No, what's the word? I don't want that to, I, I don't want that to come across as uh, insensitive. No. Do you know what I because think? Because I... But I do think that if that you're tough, like you yeah, can just do it. Tough cookie. I I always think that if we did go through labor like that, that we'd be like Rachel and Ross in Friends, where Rachel head puts <laughs> Ross and like he's Ross. knocked out. Loads yeah. of men faint when it when they're in the room. I don't think I would faint. You don't think? I don't really faint. I think sometimes I don't faint when I should faint. Not necessarily because of what they're seeing, but because they've forgotten to eat. Because you might be there for hours and hours and hours. I, I do like, you know, 50 mile bike rides mm. fasted, yeah. like, but saying that I did feel faint the other day. Yeah. Yeah. From not eating. I did, um, I did a 20 K run and then the next day I went out for a little dog walk, got carried away and went for a 15 kilometer dog walk. Um, and I didn't eat and, uh, I did feel a bit ropey like, yeah, but anyway, I don't know. So that's our thoughts, really. We are still waiting, and we'll be waiting for a long time, which sucks, which is why... We might, w- we might not, but what I'm doing is I'm being like um, mm. our mate. It's just annoying. Who's our mate that we spoke to the other week? Which one? We're speaking to loads the of people. The last guest. Nizreen. Yeah. Uh, she said... Um, sorry, Nizreen. Like, I, I'm just ridiculously bad with uh, names, names in general, and I I don't want to be rude and scroll from my phone. I'll just ask Becky. Mm-hmm. Um but I think she said something like, um, I'm a pessimistic optimist. Hmm. Optimistic pessimist. The other way, I think. Yeah. Think yeah. the worst, and then when the best happens, it's good. Yeah. 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 Well, it's making me want to be pregnant more than ever. I just want to be... I want we us gotta, to have a baby now. we got to wait. Like, we got to wait. That's just the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's really annoying. Just get a baby in me. Okay. My body's ready. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's another reason why I'm tired because school's been so intense, but also because it's emotionally exhausting going through this. So I think we're both just really tired from 
all the emotion and being around the kids normally doesn't get me down but lately they've been really cute and i've just been like i want to take you home mm. and i can't yeah so i don't know like i i would like to hear other people um on their thoughts of what's going on or whatever yeah send us a dm i maybe put some question boxes out on stories yeah i probably put some polls out and stuff yeah. but yeah, this week's just been a bit of shit, really. It has, but we've got a few exciting guests lined up for the next few weeks. We've got a fertility coach coming on. We're hoping to speak to a um, producer of a show about infertility. And, oh yeah, I was going to talk to you. We should watch um, a new show that's come on BBC iPlayer that's on BBC at the moment called um, Me, My Brother and Our Balls. And it's all about male infertility. So that's something we should t- check out and then share with everyone on the podcast. Mm. But I, I mean, like I like doing the normal approach, which is you obsess about it and get into it and read it, and then I ask you questions naively. Don't you want to watch it with me? I don't know how long is it. They're probably like thirty minute episodes. I don't know. It's like um, a little series. It's all the boys together. I I get weird about stuff that I watch now. Like I like I like watching light and fluffy, like silly Fear comedies. the Walking Dead is not light and fluffy. Yeah, but I'm not, <laughs> it's kind of lost me a little bit. Mm. It's um, hard to keep up with at the moment. I'm watching something light and fluffy right no now. No one's had a baby. The home edit. No one's had a baby in Fear the Walking Dead. Not lately, no. No, not ever. <sighs> but in the other one they have. Yeah. So yeah, we should wrap it up now. Yeah, we're going to wrap so it up. It's tired. We hope we're all you are all okay and coping and if you're not reach out and talk to us we're here if anyone else support in, you if anyone else is in the same boat as us and has had their uh treatment delayed you know once or twice or ever mm-hmm. let us know what you're thinking about you know with everything going on at the moment because um i haven't heard from anyone that feels the same as me i'm sure there's loads of people out there i know we'll find out called confirmation bias you find the people that agree <laughs> with you get into your echo chamber yeah yeah please because they're on you need one so you don't feel so lonely yeah i want to feel a bit more sane (laughs) yeah cool so on that positive note uh you can check us out on instagram at hope and mum and dad and we're over on facebook too at hope and mum and dad um hope you have a good day bye